social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. It is Monday. It is October 18th. It was a uh, fantastic Patriot Cowboy game yesterday. I really enjoyed that. I'll tell you, Mac Jones, they could a couple of things here and there, winnable game. But all in all, um, I think the, the Patriots, this team has potential. It's uh, still a long way to go in the season. And then this is also nice. We get the bonus of, of Red Sox in the postseason. So the weather is good. We're in complete fall action. Now, uh, close to home, folks, as you've heard, or may have heard by now, I would imagine, but uh, Colin Powell has passed away, 84 years old. And it's it's interesting, it's being reported he, he died from uh, COVID complications, but he also had had cancer. So I think that needs to, it's already starting to, I mean, he, COVID is political, obviously, but now it's continuing to be political, just the fact that um, they're saying he's fully vaccinated and he died of COVID. It, it's not foolproof. And he was already uh, had been battling cancer. So he he did have some health issues. He was also an 84-year-old man. And he apparently died from some COVID complications. But, I mean, boy, there is just no opportunity is missed to try to make this political. Now, speaking of political, Dr. Fauci making the rounds yesterday on the Sunday shows. Now, Dr. Fauci clarifies his remarks and says if you're vaccinated and your family vaccinated you should be able to enjoy the holidays we know the best way to keep safe is to be vaccinated but what are your guidelines for the upcoming holidays will you be giving out halloween candy what do we do thanksgiving christmas and the other holidays well, Martha, I believe strongly that, it, it, particularly in the vaccinated people, if you are vaccinated and your family members are vaccinated, those who are eligible, and that is obviously very young children and not yet eligible, that you can enjoy the holidays. You can enjoy Halloween, trick-or-treating, and certainly Thanksgiving with your family and Christmas with your families. That's one of the reasons why we emphasize why it's so important to get vaccinated, not only for your own safety, for that of your family, but also for the good of the community to keep the level of infection down. When you do that, there's no reason at all why you can't enjoy the holidays in a family way, the way we've traditionally done it all along. Except, you know, folks, that's not what Dr. Fauci initially said. And on top of that, let's be honest, folks, a lot of people are still skittish about it. A lot of people who did get vaccinated, but maybe have a compromised immune system, they're afraid that they could still contract COVID and then they're, they're around different people. I, you know, it depends. I think a lot of people um, are, are still concerned. And, and, and if anything, you know, we, we just, they go, there's a lot of changes that are going on right now between the people leaving their jobs, people are not returning back to the workforce. If you remember last year when so many college kids returned home for thanksgiving that was like a big test and then there was a a spike after that i don't think anyone knows but if if you're listening right now and you're saying you're still a little unsure about the holidays you you're not alone i'm i'm just saying i hear from a lot of people a lot of people are still concerned about it a lot of people are still hesitant to go into places where there's a lot of people around i i fully get I think it's great you see the college football stadiums on Saturday packed. Great. Yesterday, you see the Patriots game and all the NFL games, people, and it's packed. I think all of that is positive, especially with the college football games, because the college kids had uh, already missed out on so much and suffered. But um, but I, I don't think Dr. Fauci realizes you can't just automatically say everybody should do that because you, you are hearing about some breakthrough cases. So I think it it still makes some people uncomfortable. Now, as far as I want to play this quote, this was yesterday, this week, Martha Raddatz set in for uh, George Stephanopoulos on ABC's This Week. And John Carl, they were saying it doesn't look like Bernie Sanders. You know, they were trying to pressure that Senator Joe Manchin to go along with this huge spending package. And um, and it's just not working. We have the infrastructure, the spending bill, 
what's the progress on that? We know Nancy Pelosi has now set a deadline. And uh, yeah, Halloween. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't Ridiculous. think that deadline yeah. is going to be, be met. But Steny Hoyer, who runs the, the, the floor schedule, says there will be votes uh, coming up on both the infrastructure bill and this larger social infrastructure bill. But it's, it's not looking good. You saw Bernie Sanders... Uh, who, of course, has been leading the charge for a big uh, social infrastructure bill, the budget chairman. He actually wrote an op-ed in one of the West Virginia papers going right at Joe Manchin, saying that by standing in the way, Joe Manchin is hurting West Virginians. And Joe Manchin responded with a blistering statement. We want to just read a, a sentence from this. I will not vote for a reckless expansion of government programs. No op-ed from a self-declared independent socialist is going to change that. So it doesn't look like Bernie Sanders' efforts to pressure uh, Joe Manchin have gotten him any closer to voting for this. Good. And remember, they can't do it without him. No. You know, the other thing, uh, folks, closer to home is Governor McKee on this Monday is signing that if you're an illegal in Rhode Island, that you still, you know, you're going to be able to get free college tuition. It's wrong. They don't pay taxes. No one wants to answer these questions. They are so much so far in on that. That's all to reach the big Hispanic Latino political base. It is completely unfair. If you're listing and you're a taxpayer, you're paying for, for the colleges. You pay for your CCRI Rhode Island College. If you're just a regular taxpayer, but, but, but you pay that, they don't pay anything. They don't pay taxes. Their advocates try to say, well, if they go to the store and buy something, they have to pay tax. They're not paying Rhode Island taxes. They're not paying federal taxes. Yeah, if they go to the to the gas station and they fill up, yeah, they pay gasoline tax. If they go to a store and buy something and there's tax included, yeah, they have to pay that. But they're not paying the taxes that you are. Does it make sense to anyone listening that people from other countries who are not even American citizens who just end up in Rhode Island, who can't even speak English, that the governor is signing that they get to go to, to college for free. Why are they going to college for free? Do you recognize there are people right over the line in Attleboro, in Bellingham, wherever, right over the mass line, right over the Connecticut line. And yet we all know if they send their children to URI, or Rhode Island College, they have to pay honesty tuition rate. How is that fair? An American taxpayer who lives right on the Bellingham, Rentham, Attleboro, right on the Rhode Island, Massachusetts line, if they want to go to take uh, courses at Rhode Island College or URI, I, I would imagine CCRI is the same way. They have to take pay honesty rate illegals that are here to uh, it, it all to try to appeal to the Latino voter bloc, they will be able to attend for free, even though they're not citizens and they're not even paying for it. It's wrong. All right, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, whether it's commercial trailers, Diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most 
posts out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L., Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, topetro.com, left-hand side. Just click Listen Live, and then you just click the play, uh, and then you can listen to it, and it sounds perfect. Folks, it's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he's the managing editor, AnchorRising.com. His name is Justin Katz. Justin, I'd like to start off with um, someone that we got to know uh, this past spring and into the summer, Ramona Bessinger, who... Um, you know, it's, it's really incredible, uh, Justin, if anyone w- w- wonders about bias uh, in the local media, they, um, they, their, their bias to me comes into play in lack of coverage. And Ramona's uh, someone, Providence Schools, spoke out firsthand account how critical race theory uh, really impacted her career, her experience in the classroom, and... Um, and now, as much as there's been a lot of national attention, Wall Street Journal even weighed in. Uh, what happened to her is interesting. But on top of that, the the local media, they they certainly side to me against her. They're on board fully with the teachers unions. And uh, and so it comes off as lack of coverage. But I'd like to hear your latest with this whiteboard incident. Well, that's I mean, that's absolutely my take as well. I mean, the the idea it. When you think back a couple of years ago, we're hearing about all the stuff going on in school and discipline problems. Um, and so now you hear that Ramona Bessinger, a middle school English teacher, she's in trouble with the school administration because I guess some students left during a, a rehearsal of, of some kind of lockdown or, or something like that. Um, but the, the idea that we're not even talking about the local media is not looking back to the discipline problems they were, they knew they had a couple of years ago, not relating any of this to the long-term problems of the district. And I, I don't, they're, they're hardly covering it at all. And that to me is, is shocking when you get to the whiteboard inst- incident. Um, so apparently while she was not there, there's a substitute in her class. And during that day, uh, some students, it appears, scrawled messages all over her whiteboard talking about how she's going to be fired and, expletive you and that kind of stuff uh and then tweeted a picture of it to her uh which is a pretty astonishing thing uh and you'd think that just objectively that would be news in the state you know that that would be an an article of concern what's going on in these schools where's the discipline who's watching over these kids because even that kind of behavior hurts the kids themselves and affects the the classroom, the, the sense of learning and, and the classroom. Uh, and 
it's one of those, like, you know, it's a cliche, but if you flip the ideology and if they were going, if they were white kids going after a minority teacher, uh, that would be that we'd be hearing of nothing else in the state of Rhode Island right now. Uh, instead, the, the, the media and the administration, uh, the administrations up and down the line in the state are just, it's almost like they're cultivating this environment of hostility as long as you have the right the right outlook and it, it comes back to me to the, the how poorly we're serving students particularly in disadvantaged areas who need the the discipline of school we need to start imposing some sense of rigor uh, and not trying to indoctrinate them but that doesn't seem to be what anybody's going after these days you know again it's it's interesting justin you raise a good point but i go back to and you remember now that infamous uh, Nicole Salas, uh, you know, popped into the scene because of legal insurrection, went on Fox and Friends. As a result of being on Fox and Friends, uh, Tucker Carlson's people saw her, booked her for Tucker Carlson. And the next day she did a radio interview, which I think it was either 17 or 18 minutes long. And 10 minutes of the interview uh, was asking her and throwing out these, are you conspiracy? Are you part of a la- large group? Did they arrange for you to get on Fox and Friends? Uh, how come uh, I didn't see a story about you in Channel 6 and local? Uh, very c- circumspect, completely using the uh, school committee, the union talking points to go against her. Um, and I, I think Ramona, who I've interviewed as well, and I plan to interview again, but Justin, I think they, they just dismiss them into this category of you must be your part of the January 6th anti-vaxxing crowd. And Bob Walsh, who we all love and find to be amusing, uh, and Mary Beth Clabro, they told us not to bother with you, so therefore we're just not going to pay any attention to you. It's uh, it's it's incredible the narrative and the influence uh, that the special interests have towards the media coverage. It is, although I you know I, I wonder if it goes even deeper than that. I mean the. the one of the things that I you notice if you start, you know, and I know you do, but I mean, if people start following, say, Ramona Bessinger or Nicole Solis on um, on social media, they this really for them connects to the larger kind of culture war. And I yeah. think that's a lot of why the news media won't cover it. So right now, Nicole Solis has been spending a lot of time uh, trying to, you know, gin up a little justified outrage at some of the materials in her school district, which are essentially, it's a graphic novel, essentially of, of kid porn, encouraging yes. kind of deviant sexual behavior. Um, and that kind of stuff, the, the media and the progressives, you know, not to, re- not to repeat myself, uh, they, they really kind of support that to them. That's exactly yeah. what should be in school. They want right. those things in school. So, I mean, from their perspective, they think, oh, well, that will make, that will make the kids who aren't necessarily, you know, the, the LGBTQ, et cetera, kids feel more comfortable, which is kind of condescending, you know, that those, those students who have those orientations need to see kid porn in order to feel comfortable right. in school. But the, but that's their perspective. And then, so they're not, and then on all the racial stuff, but Ramona Bessinger's spent a lot of time, uh, you know, among the first things she highlighted was all the, the kind of racially divisive and driven materials that were being forced into her, her classroom uh, versus, you know, classics of literature. Uh, and that's another area that the media does not want to delve into that because they disagree with yes. folks like us, folks like Ramona yeah. and, Cole, and they know the public generally does not agree with them. So they, they won't cover it. And then you, know, you brought up the, the comment of why, why Nicole Solis didn't get the local, you know, she, it was shady that she got on national news without being on local news first, according to some, uh, but yeah. the, well, you know, the, the local news won't cover it. Right. <laughs> you can't, so that's, it's almost like, how dare you go outside of our, of our control. And that's, that's increasingly what's happening. Um, unfortunately, in order to get that national coverage, it has to be pretty outrageous, like the recent attacks on, on, on Ramona Bessinger. But um, that's a dangerous area we're getting to, but it, I think that's, that explains it. Folks, again, our segment is politics this week. And Justin Katz, um, I happen to go Tuesday night. I was asked to go. I'm glad I went. I wish I'd actually got there five or ten minutes earlier. I thought I'd just miss the initial, you know, they do roll call, pledge of allegiance. There's nothing against that. But but, uh, but anyhow, it, it just developed into they did, they did not like that parents were there to talk about critical race theory. They didn't like the fact that people were there to question them on certain things that are in the curriculum or that Nicole Solis had filed a police report. 
So uh, lo and behold, boom, North Kingstown School Committee kind of picking up the mantle with the, the Merrick Garland saying that these parents going there are basically like domestic terrorists. And they quickly ended. The meeting was over in less, you know, five minutes tops. Uh, that's it. Walk out. Again, lack of coverage. But it starts to fit this narrative that if you now go and you are speaking out, you are basically just, you know, it's a loud mob. Uh, there's a state senator that I've been put her comments. She she was saying the the actions by the people there were reminiscent shades of G, uh, one six was the quote that she put, which is ludicrous. But um, but it also just I, I think the local media just regard um, the parents that may go and want to be involved as as just kind of that as almost like fitting the narrative of the domestic terrorists. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the, the power of the narrative is one of the, the two big takeaways from that meeting. The first was I, I actually had to laugh out loud as I as I started, you know, watched your coverage and, and read, read the articles. I mean, the, the chairman dismissed the meeting because two people didn't have masks, yeah, right. you know, and which is which is kind of scary and illustrative of, of the problem of this mask mandate and the, the state of emergency, because it gives you just any excuse either. Either any two people could end any meeting simply by refusing to wear a mask, or the people up on a dais can end any meeting simply by saying, oh, there are too many people without masks, we're ending this meeting now, which is what did. But I laughed out loud because then the police come in to disperse any and everybody, and none of them are wearing masks. As if, That's you know, right. it, it's just this weird, it's just such an excuse. It's, I mean, it's, it's almost like you wouldn't write this into a movie because it'd be too silly and obvious. Nobody would stand for that. That's too obviously ridiculous. But that's where we are. And I think it, it all goes back to the the value of controlling the narrative. I mean, we've talked before about, uh, because I know we've both attended some of those, say a school committee meeting during yeah. contract negotiation season. And if you thought that was a hostile meeting the oh. other night, you've seen nothing. That's I mean, right. I've, I've, I've watched school committee people oh. on their way out, you know, people jumping up and screaming in their faces in the aisle, needing oh, police yeah. escort. That, you know, that's that's shades of insurrection. Right. Uh, but that but the media supports that. So they that's the union supporting their rights. You know, when they bus in uh, union members from out of state to increase their numbers and intimidate a school committee, that's just how democracy works. But this, you know, a handful of people, two two people without masks in an, a very large auditorium. You know, this is oh my goodness, we're we're ending. We're ending democracy here. And I think that's that's kind of it, it shows the value of the narrative. And I mean, it, it, to me, it shows the value of what, what you're doing, what I'm trying to do with Anchor Rising and, and what we need more of uh, is people going out and actually what, what Nicole Solis and Ramona Bessinger are doing. More people going out there and and providing that that different engaging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Engaging and explaining this is how things work. This is our narrative. This is the truth versus this this idea that, you know, a handful of parents showing up at a meeting to express outrage at child porn in their school is somehow an insurrection that's going to overthrow the government. I mean, it's just it's it's un, almost unbelievable to me that people still buy that, but they do, I guess. Yeah. And and you and I probably go to the break, but you know, you, you, you bring up a great point, Justin. Think of like the Crowley-led school committee meetings of, I can't hear you and move the meeting. And, and you're right, following people out and screaming at them. And hey, th that's just a, a, that's what democracy is all about. That's how they would just try to describe it. Except suddenly now, you know, also the whole element um, of, of saying about the mass was a completely false premise because they were insisting the McKee mandate is you have to have mass on the school even though it wasn't the school, it was just a school committee meeting uh, inside the school. I asked Governor McKee that. He said, oh, no, that's that's their call, uh, completely up to them. So there's also confusion on, I think, either that or it's deliberate uh, misunderstanding confusion on what the policy should be. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz right here on the John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, 
which is AKA sleep at home drivers. Maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Our segment is politics this week. With me, Justin Katz, managing editor, AnchorRising.com. Justin, so last week, um, and so far, I'm going to say I don't think she's off to a, a great start. But former CBS executive. Helena folks, there had been different rumors that she may get in. Um, I think in July, there was a pause because uh, Governor McKee seemed to be kind of going on all cylinders. He'd have the power of incumbency. You already already have a cry, uh, crowded Democrat primary side, although you had Mayor Lorza step out. But then suddenly last week, she released the video. And, um, and I want to talk about the impact that your impressions of her, her video, and she she basically, I think, kind of had a little bit of a bumpy, it's not a lot, but first three couple of days of, and it's mostly insiders paying attention, but I think, um, I thought she had kind of a bumpy rollout, and it's it's actually even continuing it a little bit uh, to start off the week, but just your thoughts on this, Helena folks. Well, I, I don't, yeah, I think the bumpy rollout is, is an indication it wasn't really well considered how how she entered i mean as you say it's a it's a very dense field and we're seeing you know the fights i mean all you had to watch was alorza bowing out uh, and saying i you know i knew i wouldn't be able to get anything done as mayor because the the treasurer and the secretary of state would be trying to thwart me and the governor would be trying to thwart me i mean that's the field she's entering into uh, and i i think it, it wasn't accomplished very well. And one of the reasons, one of, one of, one of the manifestations of that, I think we're seeing, and it, what I kind of tied it to myself, what, she was attacked for donating, I don't know, six, seven years ago to Mitch McConnell in the U.S. Senate. Uh, and it just, it's amazing to me that that kind of litmus test, and we saw it and talked about it last week or the week before with with the candidates uh, for the political co-op. There's sort of this this. Pure, progressive purity test going on yeah uh, that that i think she had opportunity to spot and should have known about uh and so i think she's not she's not she didn't well position herself uh and i I think part of the reason i mean i I saw some rumors that uh, gina raimondo encouraged her to run i kind of wonder if she's meant to be a little bit of a spoiler for mckee just because she has some of that business background yeah kind of even even the playing field between you know McKee versus this group of progressive candidates. So at least there would be another one to maybe drain drain from McKee on that side. Uh, 
but if if so i i think part of the problem is a failure to articulate a vision of why i'm jumping in you know because under the standard analysis she should probably be you know backing um, a key type candidate um and I, so that's that's the challenge she'll have to articulate but i i don't know i i i'll kind of be surprised if she continues on too much after the onslaught she got already but i guess if she's at this step she's she's already got some some money and momentum and engaged so uh i guess we'll see you know it's funny justin um and again folks our segment is politics this week you know we we saw with mike bloomberg on the national stage that the the problem to me for someone coming in although he had been mayor of new york so but there's a little bit of an element of you just you know they it's not as easy as as they people think it is he had you know held office as mayor of new york but it was different running nationally I think one of her problems is you don't know what you don't know. Um, she had also kind of been hovering around. So people were totally caught off guard. So let's face it, like Seth Magazine, they have money. They would obviously see her as a real rival to his campaign. Um, not everyone's a local yokel. There was certainly time the past few weeks and months to run some opposition research and then just have it. And then she did, in fact, pull the trigger and jump into the race. Boom, you're already ready to go. It's it's a little naive to think if you've been kind of, you know, your name's been out there for several months that people aren't going to do some oppo research and find out, you know, how much you made, who you donated to. Um, I found her video was I, I just wonder who wrote the language for, for the video, because it was supposed to just be casual. Her announcement, it was obviously perfectly lit. Um, she is definitely someone of means, but the whole thing of which she wanted to take a shot at Trump and, you know, really pushing on climate change. I took it as this is someone who whoever's with her, they really pulled, you know, the Democrat, like who votes in a Democrat primary. And that's what the video is is geared towards. I think it also can't be ignored that if McKee didn't have his stumbles of August and September, I don't know if she's she's getting into the race, but I also want to address Justin and um, because I had heard the same thing that Governor Raimondo encouraged her to get to get into the race. But I stepped back and spoke to someone and said, you know, over the last 10 years, uh, Helena folks in her family, they have contributed thousands of dollars to, you know, Gina Raimondo from the 2010 campaign for general treasurer to her rents for governor. So if you're her. And, and if you're Gina Raimondo and this person who has, you know, really paved the way, introduced you to people, you know, probably has raised over 100000 for you. And, and if they come to you and say, I'm thinking of running, I think there's only one answer. And that is you have to say, I think that's a great idea. I even kind of tweet it out. It's the equivalent of the spouse of, you know, do I look fat in this? I mean, there's <laughs> only one answer. No, not at all. But yeah, I think you'd be great at it as opposed to what you discourage the person and then they decide to run anyway and they say and you told me not to run so i think what was Ramundo supposed to say i think it's a bad idea for you to run if someone floats that and the family's encouraging it i think you just say i think that i think you look great in that outfit so <laughs> yeah. I, I mean right i mean you tell the, me i think Ramundo's always a step ahead and when you're asked that type of question there's really only one answer to give which is just be supportive yeah, no, that, you, that's a good point. Although I, I, I do. It depends how the conversation was framed. You know, if it was sort of like if it was sort of, uh, hey, Gina, what do you think if I ran? Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, I, yeah, definitely. I, but I, on the other hand, I, I would hope if I went to my wife right before, say, a job interview, and said, "How do I look?" She would say, "You know what? That tie is really not what you should be wearing, oh. or, or whatever it might be." So but, I, but I it's not a spouse. It's not a spouse. No, no, so I know that. But, I agree. But, but, but I, I think there are a lot of ways about Ramundo. And if she wins, that's great for her. But if she loses, she hasn't, meaning Gina hasn't burned a bridge that she can't get more donations going forward. That's my I, well, I, I guess part of it is because Gina Ramundo is, is savvy in this regard. Yes. I can see her finding a way, you know, to, I would hope she would see the pitfalls for folks and um, and would, would find a way to say, hey, you know what? Uh, that's a great idea, but here's what we need to do to make it happen and get more out of her in the long run, you know? And so I, I, I kind of wonder if if it were, if, if she, I think Gina Raimondo would have had the 
political and even business savvy to to kind of give the truth in a way that strengthened their long term kind of re- relationship, as it were. Uh, so I I kind of I kind of wonder about that analysis, and I think there is a lot. I mean, I I know if somebody like that came up to me and said, "I'm thinking of running," I I think. Well, first I would have said, well, let me think about it for a day. And then I would have gotten back to them and said, you know what, you're entering a very crowded field at a time when people are attacking uh, the purity of progressive ideals. Uh, you, you at least let's let's develop a, a very strong vision and case for you as opposed to just Democrat talking points. I, so I think those are some of the, that's some of the advice that a, a politically savvy person could have given and I, I i think uh she's enough of a business person herself obviously to 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 be expected to recognize that kind of advice so i mean i'm, I'm just speculating here but uh, that's that's how it should have worked but of course this is rhode island politics and nothing works like it should work so right uh, i i view it more as you know and you have to know a little bit about her family uh and i think there's i just think uh, gina governor Raimondo views them as Remember, like in a cartoon, when someone be hungry and then they look at someone and they see a pork chop. I she just sees dollar signs when she sees her and her family, and you just don't want to, you know, do anything that could, uh, you know, potentially you could see someone like that. I mean, if she made twenty nine million at CBS in one year, then you know they could certainly organize a pack if you were really seeking higher office. So, I I, I like it more too. There was an episode on The Sopranos where Tony has a tab at the restaurant for like six grand. So he agrees to lend the guy the money because he really doesn't want to pay his tab. And then he knows that if he, something goes wrong, at least then he could like cancel that out in that way. So I, I just view it as people like that. They tend to be like a step ahead of, uh, of everybody else. Folks, another quick break. A lot more politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorizing.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently, whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing a proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 you have enough enough challenges trying to run your business let mega logistics help you do that call them today 401-431-2300 serving rhode island and massachusetts again if you have freight Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage. You can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, before I uh, move on to the next thing, I do want to ask you, Aaron Regenberg, who was seen as the most progressive individual, but he wrote some uh, pretty tough uh, pieces that the Globe have printed, his opinion pieces on the co-op collaborative and uh, really take a shots at them. You've covered him for quite some time. What, what do you think of uh, those pieces? Well, I think the pieces were really interesting. And, you know, look, we're, <laughs> we know what we're doing, right? Aaron's a big name in that world. Yeah. And him, you know, being somewhat critical of kind of his own um, is obviously uh, is both newsworthy and interesting. Um, there's a part of me that thinks, Look, you know, he's he doesn't have a path in the next election necessarily. He's a law school student, uh, you know, is trying to figure out what's next for him. Right. And he wants to know where his place is uh, in the party and in Rhode Island politics. And so, you know, the, there there's a little bit of just I think he wants to be relevant and have, a you know, and have a say. Uh, and yep. clearly he does. So I think that's one factor. But the thing is, is. Again, he is one of the the best kind of political organizers in the state of Rhode Island. Yeah, uh, you know, I go back much. to he was a student at Brown in 2010 yeah. when uh, when he was the East Side field director for Angel Tavares's campaign. I mean, he wow. was the person, the face of the Angel Tavares campaign. You yeah. know, now 11 years ago, that was obviously so very successful. 
Um, he started he, the Providence Student Union. That's exactly right. And I mean, they yeah. were uh, and still are, but were a big factor. Were a real thorn in Deb Gist's side. Yeah, you know, got real changes in in some cases. And so he's as good of an organizer as there is out there. So the the thing with the the political cooperative or this progressive fight is you can't alienate him, right? Because he's good at this. Uh, and and really, I mean, you know, he would probably be the best statewide candidate of that group, right? Not not, not necessarily broadly, but of that group. Um, but right now they're really clashing and, you know, <laughs> sit back and, and pop some popcorn because I think it's not going to end. Now, Dan McGowan, um, you had a good piece that Governor McKee, his approval rating has fallen. Not a lot, but 10 points right around there. That's still pretty substantial. I'm curious as to how you think the McKee people have reacted to his falling polling numbers. Uh, I think the Dan McKee ship is, is, uh, you know, they're, they're treating it like they've hit an iceberg right there. Yeah. I think they're really, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of running in place, whatever the cliche is right now. And actually it's funny. You and I have talked about this a bunch of times. I think it's actually a, a little bit overblown. I, th- I, I'm not convinced that some of the so-called scandals that we're seeing are, you know, career ending, except for Agreed. one, except for one thing, he is making it, uh, yeah. you know, such an issue. I mean, you know, I have very good sourcing, you know, who's been around him, who knows this is what he talks about all the time. He's talking about, wow. you know, an education consulting contract uh, that that nobody in the world knows what it means. And he's so he's almost blindly angry with Channel 12. Who, oh, yeah. You know, who've been who've been, you know, really out in front on that story. Um, and, you know, this is that that challenge when you're when you're somebody who really pays very close attention to what the media says about you and what your coverage is i think sometimes you get really bogged down in oh my god how you know how do we win them back or how you know what do we have to do do we give them stuff i mean honestly these are the goofy things that go through uh politicians heads at some point and right now this is all in his head and you know here's the thing you haven't heard him talk about any real significant initiative uh in months uh, you know that 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 he's really looking forward to because he just can't get out of the way of some of these, you know, again minor scandals that he himself is allowing to become much bigger than they are. What did you make of him? His uh, statement, I believe, yesterday of saying, you know, we we have to find something for these healthcare workers, or maybe we're going to bring them back when the numbers die down. We can't leave them behind. That that to me is much different than. It, it now almost seems like it was out of character for him when he was like the real tough talk. Uh, they have to get it or they're out. That I don't think that was the Governor Dan McKee. I think the way we're seeing him now is more reflective of the type of leader individual he is. I think it's so right. And I think it's, yeah. by the way, in most cases, that that very reasonable, practical person is the person that, that you actually really come to appreciate, right? Again, yes. think about his experience. You're the mayor of Cumberland, uh, you know, some, let's say the, the largest or second largest employer in Cumberland comes to you and says, hey, um, you know, we're, we're going to close down and, and uh, you know, we're leaving town. You immediately go into, wait a minute, how do we, you know, what are we going to do for all those workers? H- how do we keep you? What can we give you? What, you know, all, all the questions that, again, any mayor would, would be thinking about, um, and I think in his case, you know, right, you, you want to take that tough approach, by the way, a National Democratic Party approach, right? Tough with vaccines, tough with mandates. You know, this is what, what you're supposed to be doing is what presumably consultants are telling him. But then at the end of the day, you know, he goes home, puts his head on the pillow and thinks about he, he still thinks of himself as a local mayor. He's like, wait right. a minute. You know, firefighters might lose their jobs or healthcare workers. I can't let that happen. So I think you're right. I think this is more like him. The challenge is, is the public health problem, right? This isn't. Yes. Uh, this isn't. You know, uh, something like a, a job. You know, a, a company clo- a plant closing or something like that. And I think that gets him in this tough spot where he he wants to be all things to all people, and most of the time that's a good thing. But when it comes to public health. I think there's a lot of kind of wavering. And I think a lot of people are 
uh, you know, our, our concern that he just kind of can't make a, a, a decision and stick with it. You know, that's a, a excellent observation, Dave McGowan. I was just about to say, it's not as easy as it looks. And and one thing I'll say about former Governor, now Commerce Secretary Raimondo, she understood. But boy, when she talked about, you know, the teachers at Warwick Pataka threw the towel in on those kids, she would take a hard line, but she would hold that hard yep. line. I don't see that with, with the McKee administration. I don't think it's his style. And I, I think it is going to. I think it's going to cause problems for him. Speaking of another politician, folks, there's a great piece in the Boston Globe today that Congressman Langevin is uh, now responding to Bishop Tobin. And I'm curious your thought on his response to the Bishop, Dan McGowan. You know, it's funny. You talk about Dan McKee and sort of how a lot of these things, these decisions that you make are, are much harder when you're when you're the one making them. Um, You know, I think of that very similar when it comes to religion, maybe even more so. You know, Jim Langevin has not actually changed all that much, um, you know, over the years. Right. He's a very, you know, devout Catholic and, uh, you know, has pretty strong views where he has. Let's face it. He's come along with the Democratic Party. Right. And and has had to adjust sort of his public views. And, you know, he he can, you know, get into the nuances of what's legislation and what are rights versus what are my beliefs. And, you know, he's always had that. But I I think he I I think there are some people who roll their eyes a little bit at at at, uh, uh, Bishop Tobin. I think if you're somebody like Jim Langevin, I think the you know critiques and criticism from the bishop really matter. And and I my takeaway on on Ed Ed Fitzpatrick's article and from from what I know about his conversations with Jim Langevin, I think I think the congressman is 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 a little bit hurt and he's trying to figure out sort of what's the best way for me to kind of stay within the kind of mainstream of my party. Um, but also, I you know I, I don't I don't want to have a public fight with with the bishop. Um, I think it's really I think it's a tough uh, a tough situation for somebody again who you know who has been always seen as as a, you know a very Catholic politician. Folks, each day I start my day by I get an email. It's from Dan McGowan. It's called Roadmap, and to me, it's the new way in some ways of reading the paper because it is all links to stories that I want to read, such as that. Red Sox Yankees last night, or then obviously was all the, at the time the Patriot coverage. Now there's even more Patriot news. And uh, folks, best of all, it arrives free in your inbox. All you have to do right now is listen up as Dan McGowan's going to explain how you can receive it. You know, John, I, the thing I love that you said about that is, is I completely agree that, that, you know, it is a great kind of distribution. It's, it's a great way to, it's like your morning newspaper It is, and, and just like your morning newspaper, look, there are things that I write that you won't care about. There are things that, you know, that I link to that you might not want to, to, to click on. The great part about it is we, we link to enough where you're going to find something you like, something you didn't know, something yeah. you find interesting. And like you said, completely free. The best way to get it every weekday morning, just send me a blank email to rinews at globe.com. I'll know what it is. Just a blank email, rinews at globe.com. And you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job as always. We'll talk to you again. Talk to you soon. Thanks. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 
West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Check out the website, dipietro.com. We have original, unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com j perry paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service letter j j perry paving over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today. Free estimate 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. A licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed reach out to j perry paving get a free quote and remember no one's better for veterans to veterans than j perry paving if you are a veteran or related to one have them give them a call they may do their driveway for them 401-732-1730 find them on facebook and then the website is letter j j perrypaving.com all is here it's going to start to get colder folks call re coogan and heating today at 401 401- 732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com. They are helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com now while you're there uh there's a lot of exclusive stories folks we cover stories the rest of the media ignores it's real news whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com 